and welcome to another edition of the Deliberation Sports Podcast, man. Coming to you wherever you may be, however you may be listening. We definitely appreciate y'all for checking us out again. Special edition today. Uh, Quick edition, man. Got a lot of stuff going on. Gonna get right into it, man. Justice, uh, Evan DeVoe. I'm Josh Nedgett. Of course, Justice DeVoe, Evan DeVoe, myself, Deliberation Sports Crew. Here to talk about some big things going on as far as Memphis basketball recruiting. And um, just gonna get right into it, man. And uh, let y'all know about social media real quick. Justice, what's up? Hey, follow us on uh, Twitter at DeliberationSB1, Instagram, Facebook, Deliberation Sports Podcast. You can also subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check it out, check it out. And man, today, big, big day in Memphis basketball recruiting, especially for uh, Penny Hardaway and the Tiger fans, man, with four-star Tennessee prep and team fab point guard Damian Ball uh, officially committing to the University of Memphis on tonight. And uh, our guy, uh, Deliberation Sports crew member, Evan DeVoe, was in the building uh, for the whole thing, man. Talk about it, man. What, what was the atmosphere like? And just, just talk about uh, what it was all like down there. It was a real exciting atmosphere in the building. Uh, a lot of media was selected. It was kind of invite only because a lot of people thought that it was going to be announced before the weekend, probably Saturday. Uh, but it ended up being uh, the commitment ended up being announced tonight. Damian Barr, uh, anybody knows him. He's not a, a real boisterous person. He's a mild man, a kid. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. So to see a kid like himself commit to the University of Memphis, just off the kind of person he is, is a win for the program off top. But, I mean, all the media members kind of knew who were there, that they weren't invited to see him commit to Texas Tech or TCU. Yeah, It was always going to be Memphis. I think it was a surrounded belief throughout the city that it was going to be Memphis for a few weeks now. Uh, you look on various websites, the crystal balls had started trending towards Memphis. Uh, Penny Hardaway got in there late, but he ended up picking up a lot of steam and ultimately landing the kid. It was a lot of Memphis fans in there also. Uh, not like the regular fans off the street, but just people around the team, bad program, people who just in the basketball circles, former University of Memphis standout, Ernest Smith was in the building. It was a lot of people associated with the University of Memphis there. Uh, so it was, a, it was a real good atmosphere, man. I enjoyed being there, man. And, and we picked up a big point guard, man. 6'4", close to 6'5", can do a little bit of everything, man. It's a huge pickup for the University of Memphis. Definitely, definitely, man. And guys, how are we feeling like getting into Damian Ball, the player, um, and how big of a deal this is for the Memphis Tigers recruiting class for next year? Because there's been a lot of talk about these guys um, and everything. How do we feel about the class as it stands right now? And then we can get into Damian Ball as a player um, as well. But um, just as uh, how you feel, you want to take it? Well, first off, uh, <laughs> Tiger Nation, Memphis has to feel great. Damian Ball is a unique point guard like the Tigers haven't signed. I can't think of a player like Damian Ball, a defensive first, ultra physical, ultra athletic, long point guard who can defend the one, the two, the three. Uh, when this kid first bust onto the scene, 
two summers ago playing with Team Thad, uh, that group that went out to Vegas and won the, uh, I want to say it was, I don't, I don't know if it was the deep, uh, it was the Fab 48. He was playing alongside Tyler Harris. And I just noticed how freakishly athletic he was. But at that time, of course, he's playing off the ball. But this is a kid who can step right in, whether he's coming off the bench, whether he's in a starting role, he is a flat-out goon. And so when you add him in with a class that includes James Wiseman, a class that includes Malcolm Dandridge, uh, who's a who's a six foot nine, two hundred and thirty pound big. James Wiseman, for those who don't know, the number one player in the country, seven foot left hander out of East High School, and then DJ Jeffries, a five star, top twenty five, six seven, two hundred and twenty pound prospect out of Olive Branch, Mississippi, which is just across the road from Memphis. Adding in Bob, if they don't get another player, and, and Trendon Walker is the game name that's trending out there. This class is good. It's a top 10 class. Should be consistent top class because Damian Ba, he's got work. And when, and when I saw this kid on film, you know, I was telling the colleagues, Evan, and, and I know Josh, you can attest to this. I said, this kid's a pro. He's yep. a pro. And I hate to put expectations on a kid like that early. But if Damian Ba reaches his potential and he improves as much as I think he is and gets in the weight room with those broad shoulders, those long arms, it is going to be a terror defensively. I can't imagine him in a backcourt with Antoine Jones. Definitely, definitely, man. And Evan, uh, talk about, I know you kind of got into it a little bit, but how do you feel about uh, Ball as a player and also how he meshes in not only with the classes coming into Memphis, but who's already at the University of Memphis as well? Well, he gives you something that you don't have. And that's a big guard. Uh, any program that's going to be successful in today's game has to have a big guard. Uh, I believe Jeremiah Martin is our biggest guard outside of Antoine Jones. Uh, he's 6'3", uh, but he's kind of a, a lean frame. Uh, Damian Barr gives you a 6'4", close to, he's, he's close to 6'5". Uh, long, freakishly athletic kid, man. Uh, I've had the privilege to see him uh, personally a couple times, man, and the kid just has it off. He can get to the rack and finish with contact, through contact, however you want to put it. He will dunk on you. He will pull up on you, step back, however you want to have it. Damian Barr, give it to you. I am so excited for Memphis to bring this kid on board with us because to lose a talent like this to teams like Texas Tech or TCU, it would have been a borderline travesty. Now you asking about the class, like Justin said, this would be a consensus top 10 class. As of today, with just a four-man class, they're rated number six by 247 Sports, and they're rated number seven by Rivals.com. I like to look at classes by positions. You got your point guard now with Damian Ball. He's rated number 83 in the nation. He's going to go up when those new rankings come out. You got your wing, DJ Jeffries. He's rated 23rd by ESPN, five-star. Damian Ball's a four-star. There go your backcourt. Then you got Malcolm Dandridge, who's a top 104-star player, who can play the four. He's your traditional power forward. And then you got the number one player in the country, James Wiseman. You fill your voids that you need with that 2019 recruiting class. You're going to bring in a top 10 recruiting class. This is why you hire Penny Hardaway. I was on record saying this a lot of times. Penny Hardaway was the only one who could get Memphis basketball back to where it needed to be, especially from the dad that it was at. So if you're a Memphis fan, definitely be excited because this class is going to be one of the best classes to come through Memphis in a long time. Definitely, definitely, man. And talking about the Penny Hardaway aspect, man, now, 
every single local player so far that he has zeroed in on that he wants, he has gotten. Um, and I even saw, I think it was Evan Daniels from uh, um, Rivals, I believe, he was talking about on Twitter that Penny hadn't just built a fence around Memphis. He's built a fortress. And basically, to the effect that, you know, good luck for anybody to get somebody out of the, the city of Memphis or the surrounding area to either come in here and, and try to get somebody out. Do you think it's gotten to that point that it's almost impossible for an outside school to come in and get somebody out of this area? Look, it's, Josh, it's not impossible, but it's close to impossible. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you why. Uh, number one, you talked about it, Penny Hardaway, the power of Penny locally, he is Michael Jordan. For many that grew up in Memphis, like myself, he was Jordan to us. We were uh, Orlando Magic fans at the time. So you fast forward 20 years, and you know that his shoes are still a hot seller. That he, you know, he walks in the gym six foot seven. Uh, he's towering over everybody. And then not only that, but he's he's cut his teeth at the AAU level, winning winning at a high level, and then also at East High School winning state championships. When you talk about uh, Malcolm. Uh, when you talk about Damian Ball and also James Wiseman, these kids are from Nashville and moved to Memphis and now yep. are, have become Memphis. If you didn't know it, you would think these kids are from Memphis. So yeah, the city exactly. the city recruits you. The, the It's like Twitter, uh, everywhere you go. Basketball, and I always say this, basketball means a lot more in Memphis than it does in other places. You can only go to places like Louisville, Cincinnati, Marquette, or in Milwaukee, where it really matters. Because, like, I'm in here in Los Angeles, and I, I can tell you, UCLA basketball, it's important to the people that went to UCLA or those who kind of follow it closely. But outside of that, most people are not going to know who a local kid that UCLA is recruiting is. It's not the same as when Damian Bach, who goes to Tennessee Prep, who's not even playing high school basketball in front of packed houses. They're on the road most of the time, but yeah. everybody knows who Damian Bach is. So I just think it's it's Penny, it's the city, it's Mike Miller, it's, it's uh, Sam Mitchell. It's everything around that program right now. It is hot. And regardless of how this season ends, Memphis is, is back on the map. Definitely, definitely. Evan, how you feeling, man? Is is the fortress uh, as solid as everybody seems to, to feel like it is, man? Even for the likes of a Duke or a Kansas, if they try to come in here, is it going to be tough to overcome, as Justin said, uh, the power of Penny? Right now, it's built, and it's on a solid foundation. Hey, you know the saying, numbers don't lie. Yep. And uh, Penny's betting 100% right now. So, I mean, the only thing that can stop that is, uh, if you guys remember when Josh Pastner uh, first got here, he recruited and got anybody and everybody he wanted out of Memphis, okay? When he started locking down locking down those top three and top five classes, and it wasn't equaling to any draft picks, that's what stopped players from coming to Memphis. So the only way this trend of locking down Memphis plus because Memphis is going to continue to produce elite athletes. They've done that for forever. Mm -hmm. All right. So the, the talent is going to be here. Unless these players don't start going to the NBA, that's the only thing that can stop them from coming to Memphis if you're a Memphis talent. So I don't see that happening. Penny is going to have a lock on Memphis for a long time. Now you'll get your occasional one that leaves like a Thaddeus Young. Mm -hmm. When Cal had things rolling here at Memphis, he went to Georgia Tech. Or Skyler BCA, he left and went to Kentucky. 
you have your occasional one leave out, but I don't think you have a case where back in the Larry Finch era, Nola Richardson come down here, get every Memphis player he wants and win a national championship in Arkansas with Memphis players. I don't think that'll happen under the Pena regimen. So and, and I'll this. I'll tell you I'll tell you what what cures all of this. And yeah. and Evan's right. It's it's about players going to the NBA, but ultimately it's about winning. If the Tigers in Memphis win, then the players are gonna go where they're supposed to go and things are gonna fall in place. And so what Penny has done is put together a group that that should win, that that is capable of winning at a high level. And ultimately that's what's going to to get them to where they need to be. Well, I, 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 I agree and I disagree with that, Justice, because Josh Pastner was averaging 27 wins a year. And the reason why he stopped getting to the NCAA tournament, because, and I know this for a fact, because I've talked to coaches about it. Coaches started negatively recruiting against him because he was getting top five and top three recruiting classes, and he was only producing. He had a second-round draft pick in Will Barton. Yep. And he had a first-round draft pick at Elliott Williams, but Elliott Williams was a transfer. He wasn't even his guy. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why they started losing. Yeah, you can win, but well, if you're not going to the NBA, that's a problem. Well, what I say is I, I mean winning in the NCAA tournament. I don't mean sweeping through the conference play and losing in the first round. I mean, even though he did pile up those wins and people will say, well, hey, he was winning. I mean winning when it matters most because, to be honest, there will be a kid or two like a Jay Morant, a John Morant, who doesn't go to a small school and maybe they don't even go to the tournament and he still gets drafted. But I'm talking about when you're playing in the Elite Eight, the Sweet 16, the round of 32, those scouts are there. And if you're putting in work, normally nine times out of ten, those guys are going to get where, where they want to go. But you're right. They were negatively recruiting against him. But then again, I don't think, and we're getting into something else now, Pastor was doing a great job managing the personalities. Like when you look at Antoine Jones, the four-star recruit, Penny Hardaway has worked with him and got him where he needs to be where late in the season he's engaged. When you look mm-hmm. at Josh Pastor, he had Karan Iverson on the team. He was checked out by the, by the second season. I mean, so I think Penny understands he's been there as a player and now as a coach. But I do agree you got to get these guys to the league. They're expecting to go to the league. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. Let me say this. I think they have the coaching staff to do just that. That's the key. That's exactly what I was about to get to, man, because I think a big big difference, really, is, you know, it's a lot of differences between Penny and and Josh. You can't even say, but it's not just the obvious. But then you look at the coaching staff as well, just like you said, man. Comparing Josh's staff to Penny's, I don't think it's even close. I don't really think you can look at many staffs in the country that have what Memphis has. Uh, a coach. Well, besides the fact, Josh Josh had Glenn Cyprian and Willis Wilson, two guys with extra experience. Once he yeah. lost them, he never replaced them with he quality guys them. with experience. You know, uh, Willis Wilson had been a head coach, and then Glenn Cyprian, I mean, we've had him on our podcast. This yeah. guy has been everywhere and done everything. And Pastner never replaced those guys with the caliber of experience. Yeah, Damon Stoudemire had been in the NBA, but he didn't have the coaching experience that you get from Sam Mitchell or Tony Matlock. And I think mm-hmm. that's where the big difference is. Absolutely. And Penny's just a better a better player uh, coach as far as just dealing with different situations. Play, player he, development. Player development. Look at Rainier Thornton. Look, look at Jeremiah Martin. I mean, these guys are having career seasons under, under Penny. Jeremiah Martin, 
I mean, if if the Tigers right now were in the top 25, Jeremiah Martin would be on everybody's All-American list. There, there is not 15 players better than him in the country. And uh, it's just the way he's been playing. I mean, this guy goes out and gets 30 every night. It's Penny's system, and it's also the, the Mitchell mode, as Evan likes to call it. This kid is, you know, the Walker Holmes, born and bred, one of the toughest neighborhoods in the country right there in Memphis. But uh, what Penny has done from a player development standpoint with some of those guys, even some of the freshmen who were struggling earlier, we're seeing them turn the corner. And that's what it's all about. And, and when you add a guy like Damian Bach, my goodness, that's all I can say. My goodness, because this kid, he just went at somebody the other night and gave him 40, and he didn't shoot a jump shot. Everything was to the rim, left hand, Euros. Uh, and and a, co- a good coach always tell you, if you can get to the rim and nobody can stop you, go ahead and get to the rim. And that kid does it at a high level. Exactly, exactly. And that's why I think it's a perfect fit, uh, especially in replacing, looking for a replacement for Jeremiah Martin who can get to the rim at will. Uh, as well. You know, you needed another big guard, kind of offset Tyler Harris and Alex Lomax. Two very skilled guys, but yet small. So, And I I got a question for Evan. Who who is next? Who's the next big-time prospect out of Memphis? Or uh, maybe two questions. Who's the next big-time prospect that Penny is pursuing uh, that can kind of round out this class? Well, we know he's after Jalen Green or R.J. Hampton if they reclassify, but that's not looking like it's going to happen. But to answer your first question, the next big thing out of Memphis, you look no further than uh, right off of Elvis Presley at Whitehaven High School. Yes, uh, Matthew Morrell is the real deal. Uh, people want to say he just knew how to dunk. Hey, a week ago, I saw him hit a game winning three. Yep. That kid's improving his jump shot. You're talking about a freak of an athlete? Look no further than Matthew Morrell. He's a junior. He blew up on Team Thad. And I want to touch on this. That Team Thad and, and Memphis connection needs to happen. And it looks like it already is. Because if you look at the players who are producing for Memphis, Jeremiah Martin, what is he? Team Thad. Team Thad. The highest recruit for the University of Memphis, 2018 class was who? Tyler Harris. What was he? Team Thad. Team Thad along. BTN. Yeah. Damian Ball. Team Thad along. The highest rated recruit out of Memphis for 2020, Matthew Morrell. Team Thad along. So I think it's Matthew Morrell coming up. And in the future, near future, it's going to have to be Trenton Wofford. Hopefully we can land him for the 2019 class. If you do that, you got a top three class. So I'm going to ask you all this real quick. Last question that we had to get off here in this uh, kind of abbreviated edition, one to uh, Damian Bond post-game edition, uh, I guess you could say post-commitment. Uh, but Facts. Trendon Wofford, man, so what's the percentage you think he goes to Memphis? We already know James Wiseman's at the McDonald's All-American game, so he's going to be spending nothing but time recruiting Trendon Wofford to try to come to Memphis. What are the odds you think he gets here percentage-wise, Evan and Justice? Evan, you go first. 100%. 100%. Okay. Okay. All right, Justice, what you got? <laughs> Based on what I know, <laughs> I'm saying he's a lot until something yeah. else changes. And it, if that happens, then Penny not only would have won up the Teflon Don John Calipari, but he would have won, won up Coach K. And I'm predicting it's going to happen. Trendon Wofford, I believe, will commit to the University of Memphis. And see, that's Penny disrupting the apple cart. 
in the the coaches' clinic, I guess, so to speak, the old boys' club, man. And, doing and now you're talking about a top five class that rivals anything we've seen in recent memory. And, yes, and you know what? I'll put that class up against Duke's class right now on the court. You know, I'm not talking about on paper. I'm talking about on the court. I'll put that class up against Duke's current class right now. Uh, Justice. That's a huge statement now. Hey, That's I'll, a hell of a I'll put them up against them, and I want to see them lined up. Now, obviously, those guys are going to be gone to the league. But I'm saying, when you get a group like this, <laughs> when you got a five-man Man. class, hey, line them up. Line them up. You, you, you talking about lining up Zion and... And Cam and those boys. And oh, I mean, you know, Zion just blew out his shoes, so I, I, that's why I said right now. <laughs> line them hey, up today. You can't be lining people up against Zion, man. <laughs> you talking about an man, offensive line? Hey, hey, get a boy some Paul George's, man. What he going to do? <laughs> well, Justice, I'm going to say this. I know we got a roll. If you're saying that, because this Duke class is one of the best recruiting classes in the last 20 years. If you're saying that, and if they lad Trinity Wofford, what you're saying is, this is going to be one of the best University of Memphis classes ever. And one of the best recruiting classes in the last 20 years. Just think about that. Yeah, Period so, in college basketball. I mean, the potential is there. You got all the positions. You got a point guard. You'll be adding a wing, at least two wings, a big man and a center. Uh, it gets no better than that. And so we've been here before. Joe Jackson, Tark Black, Chris Crawford. Uh, mm-hmm. We've we seen those guys, Jalon Kendrick, and we know how it feels for, for things and not I, to pan yeah. out as you plan. So <laughs> don't even mention them. And I, I, I want to roll down to Atlanta and just found Josh Pastor, man. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I, I've learned. I've learned over time to let bygones be bygones, and certainly, you know, you 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 may not forgive, but you cert or you may not forget, but you certainly forgive, and uh, that's just one of those things, man. Because you know, a lot of those kids, we we kind of raised them up a bit, so you know, when things didn't pan out as, as was planned, you know, it it, it, it was tough. But uh, history repeats itself. And and I think that happens with with uh, Trenton Wofford. But tonight is about Damian Ba, the four star, top eighty Tennessee prep guard, uh, team dad uh, alum who has committed to the University of Memphis and Penny Hardaway. Absolutely, absolutely, man. And look, I think Josh is getting fined on enough in the ACC. You know, just being in that conference. You know what I'm saying? So that's <laughs> that's enough for him. And, uh, and nothing less, man. But that's going to do it. I want to throw in one last thing. I want to throw in one last thing. I want to give a shout out to the University of Memphis man. They showed Damian Ball a lot of love within the last two or three weeks. Yep. And I really feel like I had a feeling for a while now he was going to go to Memphis, but I really feel like they, they sped up the process of having him commit. So whenever Memphis, you're a Memphis kid, which essentially he is now, that just made the commitment so much easier. Uh, it's t- it, hey, that was a great job by the fans. Absolutely, absolutely, man. That's what you got to do. Tiger Nation, uh, show the love, and it'll be returned back in a commitment, uh, most likely. So we definitely appreciate that, man. And we definitely appreciate y'all out there for listening to this post-Damian Ball commitment edition. Instant the- reaction. Instant, Instant reaction. reaction. That's it of the Deliberation Sports Podcast coming to you, man. And uh, of course, I'm Josh Major, Justice Bold, and Ever the Bold Justice, man. 
let the people know real quick how they can follow the show once again. Follow us on Twitter at Deliberation SP1, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Deliberation Sports. We got the Deliberation Sports community. Uh, we, we're going to be in your living rooms quickly. So follow us. Follow us. Go with the Deliberation Sports team. You can also uh, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Deliberation Sports Podcast. That's where it's at. Yes, sir. Y'all get y'all living rooms ready. We're going to come in. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had the food ready, popcorn, all that. We're going to sit watching TV, all that stuff, man. And uh, you can room. But and remember, and remember, Evan yeah. is the plug. He knows yes. everybody in the country. Evan the plug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Run off on the plug, Evan the You know what I'm saying? In the building. Run off on the plug, get you something done to, man. I'm good on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and you media members, man, watch out, man. Yeah, y'all, y'all better respect us, man. We coming for you. <laughs> yes, sir. Evan boxing folks out, man. You know what I mean? So, uh, so some people learn tonight, and that's a whole other podcast, probably. Uh, right yeah. There. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Until next time, Deliberation yes, SP1, and we're out. We out. <laughs>